so, so I'm telling you about some projects, but I said I'd prompt, I'd tell you lessons learned from DOE and how we get there. So what's next? Uh, and what have we learned? And by the way, Goldie told me we're four minutes ahead. Today on the Daily Scoop podcast from the Scoop News Group, modernization at the Department of Energy. And CIO Ann Duncan shares her top ongoing IT initiatives for the energy enterprise. It's Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. Welcome to the Daily Scoop podcast, where you'll hear the latest news and trends facing government leaders. I'm the host of the Daily Scoop podcast, Billy Mitchell. Here's what's happening now. Last week was a big one for AI on Capitol Hill. In addition to a handful of congressional hearings on the technology and focus given to it during the 5th Congressional Hackathon, perhaps the biggest happening last week on the Hill was Senate Leader Chuck Schumer's first AI Insight Forum, featuring tech industry leaders like Google CEO Sundar Pinchai, Tesla X and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk, NVIDIA President Jensen Huang, and many more. While the meeting convened behind closed doors, FedScoop spoke with many participants, including Schumer afterwards, who shared that it was focused on elements like national security, privacy, high-risk applications, bias, and the implications of AI for the workforce. Schumer also said there was extensive discussion during the meeting about the creation of a new AI agency, and that there was also debate about how to use some of the existing federal agencies to regulate AI. Over on the federal side, AI has also continued to reach a fever pitch, and with that, many agencies are plotting out how to best prepare themselves to adopt the technology in a responsible manner. DHS is one such agency, and last week it announced new policies to govern the use of the technology and appointed its first chief AI officer. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas announced two directives for AI, one to guide the acquisition and use of AI, and machine learning, and another to govern facial recognition applications. Mayorkas also announced that the department's CIO, Eric Heisen, will take on additional responsibilities of an AI chief for the department. The new policies that Mayorkas announced were developed by DHS's Artificial Intelligence Task Force, which was created in April 2023. You can read more about these stories and much more at fedscoop.com. As you already know, FedScoop hosted its annual Fed Talks on September 6th in Washington, D.C. Now in its 14th year, the event is the largest annual gathering of C-level executives, leaders, and innovators from the government and tech communities. One of those leaders was Ann Duncan, Chief Information Officer of the Energy Department, who delivered a keynote on DOE's ongoing modernization efforts. During the Fed Talk, Duncan shared progress of her IT enterprises top ongoing initiatives, as well as what's coming next. Here's what Duncan had to say. Morning, everybody. Thank you, thank you. So um, I don't think my slides are gonna be nearly as impressive as the last slides. Um, But uh, so so thank you, Goldie, for that wonderful introduction. Um, Goldie always makes me feel like I have a high bar to meet whenever I come up here. I'm gonna get, change our slides here. But uh, I'm really excited to talk to you about modernization because uh, I like talking about modernization. I'm also so tired of talking about AI and and zero trust, although I will talk about AI just a little bit. Um, So you've already heard a lot from this morning's speakers about modernization, innovation, cybersecurity, collaboration, 
um, and user experience. And they're all really deeply interconnected. And um, as CIO of, of DOE, my team's role is to, is to champion the mission. Um, and I will, DOE is a widely distributed organization. We have uh, 97 sites in 27 states. And um, among those, uh, we have, well, I have a CIO CISO meeting coming up next week. I expect uh, 150 CIOs and CISOs from DOE to show up. And that's probably not all of them. They're just the ones we knew to invite. So it's an incredibly decentralized, and finally, yeah, someone got that one. Yes, it's a really decentralized and varied workplace. Um, so I just want to talk a little bit about um, what we do at DOE. And then I'll get down to the point of the, uh, the, the, the title of the, toss of the talk, because I really hate when people give a talk and don't actually talk about what they said they were going to talk about. So I'm going to talk a little bit about some projects here, and then, um, and then we'll go from there. So we're trying to get the DOE IT to move as fast as the rest of the mission, because the mission moves fast in DOE. We do a lot of work. We do great work. And IT needs to keep up. So, Here's three projects I want to mention on this slide. We've got a couple more, and then we'll get down to how, we, how we're going to do this. So HRIT systems modernization, we are trying to move DOE away from a monolithic on-site implementation of commercial off-shelf software that requires a massive lift and shift every few years to upgrade it um, to modern SaaS platforms. And we're trying to do that in a way that will help move the whole government forward. So we've picked another platform that doesn't exist in the government so that we can have an HR solution choice in the federal government for people who want to use something else. And we're partnering with different departments and agencies to do that. So that's key is we're going to do something new. We're going to do it in the cloud. We're going to use software as a service. And we're going to partner with other departments and agencies. Clean energy tax credit provisions. There are 38 different clean energy tax credit provisions that are in uh, IRAM bill. Every single one of those requires what? Come on. Technology, maybe? Come on, people. Are you awake over there? <laughs> all right. They all re yes, they all require IT. They all require IT, and they're all being implemented by different parts of DOE, and they all include tax information. We have never dealt with federal tax information in DOE. So we are utilizing our existing low-code platform, which might belong to a vendor that you just heard from. We actually have multiple low-code platforms, but in this case, it might be that one. And we're using that low-code platform and our tools that we have in place already to quickly implement those 38 tax programs because they have hard deadlines, some of which are as soon as this month. So we're implementing those programs as quickly as we possibly can using those platforms. Cloud Zero, so operational technology, it's a thing. We do it at DOE. We run, we run part of the power grid. If you like power and you live in one of the 36 states we run power, the power grid for, you probably care about this. We need to secure. OT, and we need to start modernizing our OT solutions so we can run power plants uh, in a more secure and more modern way. So our Cloud Zero program integrates cloud infrastructure and applications within a testbed environment to emulate potential energy system use cases and simulate security at scale. So even though NERC tells us we can't do IT in the cloud for OT, or excuse me, OT in the cloud, we are going to do that, and we're going to prove to NERC that we can do it successfully, and we're hoping we can get NERC to change the regulations to allow us to modernize the energy grid and secure our, our, our energy infrastructure. So let's talk about a few other things we're doing at DOE. Um, so we're doing 
uh, these are things where we've delivered or nearly delivered. So we've delivered our low-code factory, which we talked about in the last slide, and we're leveraging AI. I said I'd mention AI. So we're leveraging AI to advance equity and contracting. So we're modernizing our contracting process by utilizing our low-code platform. We built a conversational chatbot, and um, we are using that to intake small businesses and support small businesses getting DOE contracts. And I can't tell you how many departments and agencies have asked us to demo our chatbot. I mean, I thought, OK, we're building a chatbot, no big deal. Everybody's got chatbots. We have demoed that for probably a dozen different federal departments and agencies who don't know how to do this. So it may seem simple and straightforward, but it's still something we're figuring out. Um, so we also um, have built a number of other tools on there. I don't have time to tell you about them. But the point is we've gone from being able to slowly deploy applications to quickly deploying applications. In the last two years, I've watched the department get there. Energy Hub. Um, so Energy Hub is very simply an intranet. Well, why do I care about an intranet? Well, first of all, DOE didn't have one a year and a half ago, believe it or not. And second of all, at DOE, we have 56 instances of Office 365. My account exec is here. He knows that. And we also have a couple instances of Google products. So one of the places we're able to bring people together across DOE and share information is Energy Hub. So that's another reason that's important. And we're the cloud broker for the department. We need cloud. We need multi-cloud. And being the cloud broker allows us to deliver that capability. Um, so that's, those are hugely important uh, activities for us in order to be successful. And then Clean Energy Corps. Clean Energy Corps is something we have had to bring on 2,000 new employees in DOE to support all the IRA and bill activities, and we've used our tools to do that. So, um, so, so I'm telling you about some projects, but I said I'd, prompt, I'd tell you lessons learned from DOE and how we get there. So what's next, uh, and what have we learned? And by the way, Goldie told me we were four minutes ahead, so this says two minutes, but I got six, right? I'm just kidding, Goldie. Don't worry. Um, so we, we, we create a scaling IT modernization playbook, which you can find on energy.gov forward slash CIO. Feel free to use that and share it. Those are some of the lessons. We're also going to be talking about innovation at the CIO, CIO Council uh, Symposium coming up this fall. But what, what are the lessons I want to share with you? Number one, modernization in an organization like DOE and most of yours is about building coalitions. Um, you can't do this by yourself, and it doesn't matter who does the work. DOE, I told you we've got 75 COs and 75 CISOs. I'm not going to take all that work in my department. Everybody helps. Everybody contributes. We find the best solution. We build a coalition. We go use it, number one. Number two, don't forget Agile principles. We've been talking about Agile in the federal government for well over a decade. I can't believe it's been a decade since I came to the federal government the first time. We were talking about Agile. It was following up on our friends at HHS having a bad experience, which we won't go into again. Um, but we all start talking about Agile. And don't forget those principles. The goal is outcomes, not outputs. Right? We're here to deliver solutions and capabilities, not to deliver just code or deliver just documentation or deliver project plans or proposals. We're here for outcomes. Number three, failing projects are sunk costs. Right? We still haven't learned the lesson to stop. If it's not working, stop, give it up, do something else. That's why we use Agile to, to experiment. We need to experiment. We need to stop when it's failing. Number four, um, focus on customers. Right? That's who we're here for, whether it's, your, whether it's a department or some part of your department 
or that it's an external customer. You're here to support what the customer needs, figure out what they need and deliver that. Don't deliver what you just feel like delivering. And then the last lesson I will leave you with as a reminder is please don't build the next legacy system, right? We need to modernize by using commercial self software, software as a service, microservices, APIs, things that are modular and scalable so we don't construct the next legacy systems. You want to bring those components together and build your system. And I point this out because I still have people at DOE who are trying to build things from scratch and build legacy systems, and we can't keep doing that. So those are the lessons from DOE that I wanted to share. I, my, I've got a zero on the clock, which I think means that someone's going to come with the big hook soon. So thank you very much for your time this morning, and it's a pleasure talking to you. You can learn more about federal modernization at thedailyscooppodcast.com. The Daily Scoop podcast is available on all podcast platforms. If you've already rated the podcast on your platform of choice, thanks so much. High ratings and good reviews of the show help more people to find it. The Daily Scoop podcast is a production of the Scoop News Group in Washington, D.C. Adam Butler and Carlin Fisher help put the show together, and the entire Scoop News Group team contributes. We'll be back on Thursday with a brand new episode. Until then, I'm your host, Billy Mitchell. Thanks so much for listening.